Okay. All right, we are recording. So this is for the YouTube episode, which is the Humanizing the Icon channel. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm really excited. All right, I'm going to start the live stream on Facebook. Okay. This is a very fascinating process that we have down to a science, but it takes a couple minutes. <clears throat> What are your cat's names? Oh, they are Seven and Kuda. Oh, right. I love those names. Thank you. Yeah, I remember. Okay, the, the whole live stream thing is starting. Okay. Not there yet. <clears throat> and you're doing it with House of Fame, right? Um, I'm, I can tag both. Oh, I, don't perfect. Follow, I don't know if I follow, I don't know. I don't know yet about House of Fame, but let's see. Which account should I be on? You don't need to be on any unless you want to be, but it might be distracting. But you don't. Oh, okay. So I'm going to say Chelio. So right now I'm tagging you, so it'll go to your timeline. I'll put House of Fame. Let me see if it pops up. Oh, yeah, it did. Okay, House of Fame. House of Fame.us. Make sure it's House of Fame.us on facebook and instagram yeah both well instagram i know yeah i don't think i'm going to be able to get it on facebook but that's okay um so i'm going to say going live right now i'll just have the the um facebook uh, handle is on my website too if you go to housefame.us you can capture all of the okay yeah i won't be able to do it right now but um you can always share it because you're going to get this person on your personal timeline. So, okay. and so what am I recording on my phone? Or do just hold on, like, just give me one second here. Um, okay. okay. We are literally about to go live. So you don't have to actually worry about anything. So I'm going to hit the go live button. Um, go live. Okay. I'm just gonna watch Facebook for a second and make sure we're not on yet, but it's about to be. Okay. Um, sometimes it's just slow. It says it's streaming live on Facebook. Yeah, it just takes a second for it to catch up. So now it is on the Facebook timeline officially. So we are live on Facebook, which is very, very exciting always. <laughs> okay, so now we do the Instagram piece, okay? This is where it gets really fun. So you're gonna watch your phone and you're gonna see when I go live on humanizing the icon and you're gonna request to join me. So you just have to watch your phone so you can hit the request button like right away. And which one are you requesting, House of Fame? No, I'm not requesting. You're watching for me to go live and then you request to join me. Oh, got it, got it, I got it. So I'm about to go live from humanizing the icon. Okay, okay. I'm ready. Okay. All right, so it does take a little bit. It, there's a delay and stuff, so I'm going live right now. Um, it's checking connection. I am, I am now live, but it's still gonna take like maybe a minute or 30 seconds or something for you to see. 
I see it. Okay, good. Okay, so now request, yay. Okay, so this is from Particle Project. You don't want it to be from House of Fame, right? No, I want it to be from House of Fame, sorry. Okay. So don't accept me. <laughs> I'm not. So Facebook people, we are getting settled here. Um, Denise okay. from House of Fame. Here we go, here we go. Is joining me on Instagram, so we can be in all places at once. From House of Fame. Okay, so request. Okay. Okay. All right. So soon. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, great. Okay, so now you are on Instagram. Okay, perfect. Let me. Okay. <laughs> you okay? Yeah. All right. I just want to um, turn the sound off so you don't get feedback. Okay. There we go. Okay. So you can hear me okay? Yeah. Do you hear feedback or are you good? I'm good. Okay. Perfect. Yay. Okay, so first, um, I'll just introduce Denise is the founder of House of Fame, and I'm so excited to have you on because we've been um, creatively brainstorming and sharing ideas for, I guess, a year now. Like, we've really, right? You came to the Mary Pickford screening, didn't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, at the, at the Ace Hotel. Yes. Yeah, that was so epic. Yeah, it was really beautiful. And Chelio Bourdine, um, a perception artist who's with us, um, is going to transform our chat into a live work of art. And he was also part of the Ace Hotel event. He was actually, he did a portrait of Mary Pickford. Hi, Chelio. Okay, <laughs> so we'll <laughs> let him do his thing and it's usually a masterpiece by the end and I'm like really, really excited to see what happens. Cool. Um, my angle on Instagram is a little funny, but I just have to roll with it. So how are you? How has it been for you these last few months? It's been great. I think, um, you know, despite everything that's going on in the world, which is insane, uh, <laughs> it has been a time of reinvention, reevaluating creativity and ingenuity. So I've had a lot of actual success and surprises come out of this experience gratefully mm -hmm. um and trying to focus on that rather than the negative element that's beautiful and when okay so can you give us a little bit of backstory in terms of your creative endeavors and your business um and what has evolved to be at this moment yes so I've always loved everything, art, music, fashion, entertainment, film. Um, I grew up in Cleveland, Ohio. And when I was in college, I interned at the Cleveland Museum of Art, which is the fourth best art museum in the world. It's magnificent. 
And um, I was in the development department there, which interacts with all the different departments and it's on the business side. So that was kind of my step into um, that merger between the world of business and art. Mm. And after that, I worked at a record label, which was imprinted by Universal. And I was going back and forth to New York City a lot. So I ended up moving to New York, um, was heavily involved in the music scene for many years, and then when ended up landing at Nylon Magazine, a fashion magazine that you you probably know Nylon. Do you know Nylon? I know Nylon, and I was just thinking, do you know Heretzi? No, but it it was a lot of people working there at the time, and it had a pretty rapid revolving door. What years uh, were it, you there? So let's see, I was there hmm, maybe 2006, 2007. Okay, yeah. she might have been gone already, but um, I was in New York. We probably oh, crossed paths. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. We probably did cross paths. Mm -hmm. Sure, at a party somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, Nylon was amazing because it's such a creative space and so many people that I worked with there have moved on to have wildly successful careers in fashion and entertainment. Um, so I was connected with a lot of people doing big things, mover shakers, people that were driven. And I launched my own company out of there, which mm -hmm. was called is called Particle, um, Particle Arts Entertainment. And it was heavily focused on uh, events, marketing, brands, but geared towards artists. So I was working a lot with music artists. And then after 10 years of building a business, I realized that I needed to learn more about the business side and entrepreneurship in general. How do you scale? Um, how do you get investments? When is the right time to take investments? And how do you grow your own self financially? How much should you be saving? Where should you be saving it? What are the right protections to put in place? All these things. So a couple of years ago, um, I immersed myself in that language, in that world. I gained a lot of success and traction just doing financial education, financial literacy, and financial planning. And now I'm coming full circle. COVID was kind of the birth of all of this bringing the conversations of the two together between particle of that creative world and events and marketing and the financial piece. And so house of fame was born mm -hmm. and that's the new brand I have now house of fame, which we're live on uh, house of fame is about showcasing artists work and giving them a space to uh, really promote what they're up to, while at the same time opening up the conversation of what goes on behind the scenes, the business aspect of it, and having more vulnerable, raw conversations that help each other propel things forward. Because mm -hmm. what I've noticed, so FAME in House of Fame stands for Fashion, Art, Music, and Entrepreneurship. That's where the name comes from. And what I noticed, as so many of us know, that the fashion world, the art world is very glamorous and you perpetrate this lifestyle and you live a lifestyle that's uh, filled with beauty, filled with expression, filled with art. Um, and sometimes like, you know, we create these Instagram accounts that are beautified and filtered and perfected. Mm -hmm. But what goes on behind the scenes maybe isn't lined up. Sorry. Like, 
you know, I think a lot of people in this space are doing side hustles or doing multiple things to stay afloat or going mm -hmm. into debt or so um, House of Fame is about opening up the conversation about the reality versus what people see so that we can have a more honest conversation about it and then arm ourselves with the proper tools to have a business that grows and becomes successful and share the realities and learn from each other. So we're not all just like kind of hustling and figuring it out ourselves. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, it's like what I say sometimes is bridging that gap between art and commerce, but also getting real about the nuance of what, what that really means, which is something that you and I are going to do, I think, with this next event that we do in July, is really create this kind of um, expose about money in, in independent film and my experience being an artist and needing to finance the projects. Um, I'm really excited to do that with you. Yeah, I'm so excited about this conversation and it has so much momentum. Everybody's coming out of the woodwork because they want to be engaged in this. They're looking for the space to navigate through, you know, the reality, especially when something like COVID hits and people lose their primary stream of income and then they're faced with, well, what's the reality of what I'm dealing with here? How do I survive this? And how can I do better next time? You know, and do you? What is your philosophy on like the value of money and like what the currency actually represents in your oh, gosh. through your lens? You know, I'm um, I'm so like I'm intrigued by that because it's such an energy that we all have a relationship with. So, how do you view money? And that fits into humanizing the icon because money is pretty iconic. We kind of all feel like it's this thing we're kind of beholden to, or it's like a, a, an, a god or something. Some people think, treat it like that, you know, and it's scary to not have a con connection to it or to not have it flowing, you know? I would say I'm still in process with this conversation, um, but Just my, a brainstorm, yeah. My feeling on it. Um, so. What I learned from working with a lot of people with their finances is people have a lot of energy on money. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's very positive energy and sometimes it's very stuck energy. Mm -hmm. And the reality of money is it's neither good or bad or you know right or wrong. It's just a currency. It's just something we use to exchange other things. So mm -hmm. the meaning we put on money is the meaning it has for each of us individually. So what I try to do is work with people through that conversation of, you know, the fear that might be holding them back or the blocks so that they can start putting themselves in a better position and improve their relationship with mm -hmm. money. Because in my eyes, if you have financial freedom, the key to financial freedom is the second word freedom. You have freedom. And once you're free, you can build whatever it is that you want to express. You, you can now have the ability to do whatever it is you, you know, you're really yearning to do.
So do you actually work with people on creating a healthier relationship with money as a, as a concept? Yes, a hundred percent. Yes. It's, um, it is sometimes it's a overt conversation and sometimes it's covert. They don't really even know they're having it. And that was the experience for me too, as I was working through learning how it works and starting to save and putting more and more away that, um, it was, I was changing my conversation, but I think for women, especially, um, what I find true for myself and for a lot of women is that there's a deeper conversation with money of self-worth. And so like it shows mm -hmm. up in how much we are comfortable demanding for our earnings, mm -hmm. how much we're comfortable stepping <laughs> into power positions, mm -hmm. for example. Um, you know, it seems to me, and from what I've read, that men are much more natural in demanding a salary, negotiating, positioning themselves for more money. And women want that, but they speak a little bit of a different language. So it's about us learning how to still stay in our native language and stay in our true selves, but not be afraid of the power of, you know, using our voice and standing up for what mm -hmm. we really should be earning and what we're worth and putting up the proper boundaries. And I mean, it's even like comes down to learning sales skills. It's such a dirty word, but like, <laughs> you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're all selling something. Um, it's either I'm selling you on who I am as a brand or, what I do or my art or my message, or mm -hmm. I'm trying to sell my mate on, you know, I'm a good catch or whatever it mm -hmm. is. We're always like selling ourselves in some capacity. So. Yeah. 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 I mean, it doesn't have to be a dirty word. I think, I think it's about like on some level integ integrity and just like, if, if we are selling something, being transparent about that. Like I am, I want to, I am going to pitch you something, you know? And also it's a comfort level around, I think it's a comfort level around talking about money. So there's those things you mentioned of being comfortable to negotiate or being comfortable to command our worth, but even just being comfortable to have a conversation about money, even just like this one, let alone fundraising, you know, just even talking about it, it's already so liberating on some level, right? Like it's something that for some reason is kind of um, almost an elephant in the room sometimes, you know, and yeah. artists often ask me or filmmakers often ask me, like, how did you get comfortable having money conversations? I mean, it's not always comfortable but it's still just recognizing that like food or something, it's, it's a component of our daily life and our, our, it's part of the flow. So you, if you want to create these opportunities for yourself, don't you think you have to be willing to talk about money just like you would food <laughs> or like what you had for breakfast? Like, this is what I'm doing, this is what I need. 
and just keep it, you know, I feel like keeping it as simple as it can possibly be has been helpful for me, but do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. It, it took me um, a while to even like identify myself as a, a boss, right? A boss babe is like the hashtag I love using now because um, it, to me, it means, okay, still feminine, still interested in um, presentation and mm -hmm. art and fashion, but also willing, like fearless, willing to just work hard, do whatever it takes, um, be a leader, be in business. You know, I think uh, what you were talking about, there's two things that come up for me. The yeah. first thing with sales is what I learned when I was started working in the financial industry is um, number one, you have to align with what you do. You have to have integrity, just like you said. But when you're in that space of knowing that what you've done and what you preach you're doing and it's helping you and serving you, you don't have an issue with talking to other people about it. Because mm -hmm. what I do, it grows me every day. Uh, it grows me financially, spiritually, my health. I'm becoming better in all areas. So it's like, I have no problem sharing it because it's in alignment. Mm -hmm. And my mentor taught me that sales, there's two types of sales. The first one is where you leave the sale and you bought something you don't really need or want because you felt pressure from the outside. Mm -hmm. And then there's a second type of sale that is pressure from the inside to take action on like something that you should be doing that's better in your life. Cause we've all bought something, right. Where we want to tell all our friends cause it's improved our lives, be it like a product or a service or somebody we've worked with that we want to recommend. So my hope and, and what I try to do every day when I work with people is serve them so that they're going out and advocating for me. And I know that sometimes I have to go through a block or a breakthrough with them to get them to the next level in whatever they're trying to build in their financial life. But I know it's serving them. So I, I don't have a problem helping them find that internal motivation to move forward. And that's the magic of a good salesperson. They're a servant to you. They're helping better your life. Mm -hmm. And I think leadership is akin to that, which is a leader is somebody in your life or a mentor that motivates you to compel you to take action in some way that you need to take that you probably wouldn't have taken on your own. Mm -hmm. And it's service in the highest form because that's like the, the magic that can transform, transform lives, transform communities, transform art, creativity, careers. And that's, mm. that's what fires me up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like, it's, it's getting a healthy um, handle on the role money plays, I guess, in each respective life. Uh, everyone has their own personal goals and um, I guess that you have to customize the approach depending on who you're interacting with and what their integrity is just because everyone's would be entirely different I guess 
It's kind yeah. of like therapy. A hundred percent. It reminds me of therapy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have a master's in spiritual psychology. I use it all the time in this industry, mm. for sure. Um, it is. It is like therapy. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. so did you have to, so you had to develop your own relationship with money that was not always healthy in your mind or? Not always healthy. Definitely yeah. not. Um, I came in with a lot of debt, a lot of debt from just owning a business for so long. And uh, that's, yeah, it's, it's not an excuse. Cause if I, if I would have known better, I would have done better. You can certainly own a business without racking up a bunch of debt, but um, that was my experience. So mm-hmm. I, w- I was humbled. I, you know, with particle I had, I've had it for since 2007. So that's what 13 years now. And I've worked with, I'm so proud to say the best people in the industry, like brands wise, everybody from Virgin America to, well, now they're no longer, but that was long before I, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, Tom's like, who does shoes and eyewear and Viacom, MTV, the VMAs and the movie awards, and just these really exciting companies, all saints. I launched them in the U S with their team when they came over here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a lot of really amazing talent in the industry too, on the music side and celebrities. And so I felt like what I wanted to accomplish in my career as an entrepreneur, working in the world in New York City and Hollywood, I did it. If I wanted to know you, I got to know you. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was fearless. I think everybody at the end of the day is a person. The humanizing mm-hmm. the icon. Mm-hmm. I always felt from even in my 20s and early age, like, why wouldn't I go talk to this CEO? They're just a person. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So I was always fearless in that sense. And I succeeded at the highest level in my career with Particle. However, what I didn't know was how much to save, where to put it, how to invest. And so even though I achieved all these career milestones um, on the surface. Ultimately, what I was running was a business at the end of the day, and I wasn't doing some of the things correctly behind the scenes, just because it was lack of education, lack of knowledge. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got involved in wanting to pursue that and learn it. I said, Mm -hmm. okay, well, whatever I do in the next 10 years, I want to make sure it not only gets me surrounded by the things I love and the people I love and art, and but my lifestyle can really reflect what I want it to be too. I can get financially free mm-hmm. and be able to have freedom to create travel, all the things. That's beautiful. So do you work with artists at the state, like independent artists that don't yet have money that are, fundraising or in charge of their own destiny, so to speak, in terms of getting grants or investors or support? Like, do you somehow come in at that stage when they're maybe starting from ground zero of something? I try to be a resource for whatever people need financially. And I have a lot of connections. What I personally do is not that. What I personally do is help people uh, with their personal finances or 
the business side is about like more benefits or um, putting different types of protections in place. For example, like if you have a partnership agreement, helping set you up so that if something happens to one of the partners, uh, you have some sort of insurance in place that's going to protect you from mm. having a huge loss when you just lost an integral part of your business. Okay. So, it's so we go to you once, once we have a little money. <laughs> no, but I actually see people with a lot of debt too. So mm -hmm. I, I work with debt management companies. Um, so it's everything. There's no wrong phase to start. Just start, you know, whether you're, whether I'm helping you put $10 a month away so you build a habit of saving and helping you get out of debt. I can teach you a lot of techniques to get out of debt or like, so I have a client with 250,000 in debt. I have clients that have millions of dollars. Doesn't matter what end of the spectrum you're on. Um, my passion is just helping people where they're at. So if you're ready to take action in your life to be in this conversation and mm -hmm. set yourself up, that's when you can come to me. Just don't come to me if you're not ready to take action. Cause then I, you know, there's no, there's nothing anybody could do. You gotta be ready to take the action. For sure. And, um, I, I think I, what, oh, what, I, I, I kind of lost meeting. I lost your voice for a second there. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, I know Chelio is an amazing artist and he'll, he'll give us the message at the end, like what he's, what he's picking up on. Um, oh, cool. So House of Fame is really taking that world that you're operating in and, and just to reiterate is to bring the, the art community, all different mediums. Um, to align with with the economics and to kind of figure out what that dynamic is which yeah. i think is so powerful and exciting um so can we talk about our event a little bit yeah and let me just add so part of that is like putting people together in this space that can help each other. So what I help with mm. is the personal finance and then also proper setups with business. Um, but like you were talking about investment, for example, that's not something I specialize in or do, but I want to open up the conversation around that so I can connect people with resources that can help them in that. So it's a community. It's not just me driving it. It's really community driven. Okay. So you're a connector. You're like an overall doula. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you can, connect, yeah. you can connect a lot of dots. You're like, a, you're holding space for a variety of different possibilities. Yes. I think that's, that's good. Um, that's so, the artist in me, you know, <laughs> like, I <love> it. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask you, I mean, we don't have to get into too many details about the July event, but just basically to give a, um, snapshot of, you know, why you want to do this event with humanizing the icon, um, as again, our mission is to kind of deconstruct the idea of anything iconic, whether it's identity or systems or idolization, um, spirituality, or it goes into so many directions. But for our event, we're going to focus on um, 
the making of my movie about Mary Pickford, who was uh, known as a businesswoman and an artist. And she was known for operating with both sides of her brain and, and as the mother of Hollywood. So it's really cool um, that we're doing this. And so what, yeah. And I've never brought any investors into like Q and A's or panels. So even for me as the director and the writer and the visionary, to be able to sit in a conversation with um, an investor on the movie and really get into how did we find that common language? What, what made them invest? What did I do or not do? Or, um, so yeah, I want to open that up to you as uh, like why film, why us, and why this is like exciting for us in July. Oh my gosh. It's going to be such a treat. I'm so excited about it. So yeah, so what we're doing is we are peeling back the curtain from the movie. So we're going to, um, you're bringing on mm -hmm. the investors and the producers from the film. And we're going to talk about what goes into making a film on the business money side, which I think is a big mystery to a lot of people. Yes. Um, and then part of the conversation with the investors is going to be, I want to know about their history too, where they come from, how they built their wealth, uh, what do they do with their money? And um, also why, they, why film? Why did they want to invest in film? What does it mean to them? And clearly that conversation is about the importance of art, the importance of it, the impact of it in our society. Film is a medium. So, that's the that's the exploration we're going to be doing with that event and I'm so excited because this is a conversation I'm really intrigued by I think it's going to be a little groundbreaking I'm actually excited um so we're planning on July 15th and people can kind of stay stay aware of uh promotional information about date and time and things like that but I'm really really excited yeah, for me, if you're watching this and this is something you're interested in and you don't want to lose track of it, um, go to houseoffame.us, the website, mm -hmm. and then just RSVP for the last event, which is already over, but mm -hmm. RSVP for that one and you'll get on the list for the next one. And I, I'll update it with the flyer for the next one, but for now, if you just RSVP to the last event, you'll get the invite to the next so that's like <laughs> oh, and we'll have a flyer soon if that if that's confusing but yeah I'm ex yeah. so excited um okay so now I want to ask you what does the word icon conjure for you and what is even humanizing the icon conjure for you and there's no right answer it's really like a freestyle just kind of exploration of that paradigm hmm okay so if I'm honest with this um, I was raised Catholic and Catholic imagery is all about like icon worship, which is Mary, Jesus, Joseph, this picture of God that, so when you say icon, um, that's what initially comes to mind and, uh, that upbringing has, led to a lot of exploration in my life. So I mm -hmm. mentioned I have a master's in spiritual psychology. Um, that was the path that I took to really understand myself spiritually 
because mm -hmm. growing up in the Catholic religion, it's a lot of ritual and mm -hmm. these rituals are super outdated. So you're going through motions mechanically that you never, well, in my experience, I did not connect with. I was just going through motions of ritual. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so anyway, the master's in spiritual psychology was about getting to the core of the spiritual being inside of me and other people. That's the work. Uh, so it, in a way, humanized my relationship spiritually with mm -hmm. higher power because mm -hmm. it made it um, a lot more accessible. I think that we all have our higher power, God, spirituality. Oh, somehow I got kicked off the Zoom. Hold on. Oh, you did? Yeah. Hold on. Do you see me? Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. We're still good. Something yeah. happened. Okay. <laughs> um, so, okay. So, so that's kind of my initial, mm -hmm. when you say icon, that's, that's what cool. I envision. I like that. Those Thank you for sharing that. Crazy statues. Um, but <laughs> later in life, you know, like I said, in my twenties, when I was starting out and I wanted to get as far and fast as I could in business. I did not want to go to email the associate or assistant. I just went for the CEOs. Mm -hmm. And that's how I ended up getting um, Virgin America as a client. I was emailing, I'm, I think it was the CMO at the time for like a year and a half. And I just kept emailing her, not bombarding her, but like maybe every month or so I'd send her an email, send her what I was up to. And literally it was like a year and a half later, she emailed me back and she just sent me a quick message and she said, keep sending me these. And I was like, oh yes, <laughs> someone's paying attention. And then, um, then, yeah, then they became a client. So wow. I think, yeah, at the end of the day, we're all people. Uh, I know a lot of celebrities from being in this world as I'm sure you do and oh my gosh they're just people everybody's just people so like be careful what you idolize because at the end of the day we're all fallible you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I think that's that's really good um, I definitely relate to this kind of um, just going for it mentality I was like that from a super young age like I didn't really see barriers for some reason for better or worse. I don't know that it was always the most positive um, thing that I was doing because I was so fearless, but I mean, no regrets. Right. But it's just like, I would track down, you know, anyone like literally and get jobs that people were like, how did you end up there? You know, I grew up in Kansas and I mean, this is another story, you know, unto itself, but kind of like, was kind of on my own with my, with my dreams, you know? So I left home at 17 and moved to LA and mm. was just like calling people from the phone book, <laughs> like looking for jobs. And I was literally 17. And so what you're saying just reminds me of that. I learned very quickly too, that, um, people are just people, you know, and everyone has a story. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what else conjures up for me, this conversation of icon is team, because what we, 
what we perceive as the icon or the celebrity or the talent or no one is doing it alone. Everybody has a huge team behind them. And so it's, I think today's day and age is really about recognizing, and that's what House of Fame is about, recognizing what goes on behind the scenes, what it takes to put together the stuff that people are seeing, like the finalized product. And you have to remember. And so, you know, I didn't even expect it to come back here, but it's, it's about leadership. Like, the the icons I want to follow are people that are leaders, which are propelling people towards a vision that is making a positive impact in the world. Mm -hmm. And they're making the people in their community better people, better mm -hmm. versions of themselves as that process is happening. Mm -hmm. Can you transform a community? If you can transform a community into something better than it was before, the people are better than they were before, and they're passing that on, passing it forward. That's somebody that I want to recognize and like meet. It, that's interesting that you brought that up because actually, you know, Matt Smiley, right? Oh, I love Matt Smiley. So he, he did one of these chats as well. Um, and oh, cool. yeah, and he actually brought up the conversation too of leadership and icon. And we got into this interesting um, kind of deep dive about how they're not interchangeable words. Like just because you're considered iconic in, in, in pop culture does not mean you're a leader. And just because you're a leader doesn't mean you're iconic. It can be the quietest uh, energy that's really the lead, you know? Um, so we had a really colorful conversation about that. Um, the qualities of a leader and just also how icon is so different than the actual human mm. you know the definition of icon is actually image so so good yeah it's like the the human being is uh nothing really like the the icon but then you can kind of turn it around and say well, the icons within, like, what are we really seeking when we idolize somebody anyway? You know, is it connection? Is it love? You know, um, and the more you're, you know, how you're talking about a spiritual practice, it's like the more you kind of um, cultivate these qualities within, do we end up even needing this icon or idolization? You know, um, can we admire people as leaders or artists or whatever? without tipping the scale to idolization, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you think so that that makes a difference that if we're finding that self-love or self-worth as you talked about, um, and self-love is a real thing, I don't mean to like do that, it's just talked about a lot, but, um, but the more you kind of find that strength in your own power, do you think that uh, idolization and worship in the way that we've known it would, will stay the same anyway as people kind of take their power back if, if that's what's happening. Hmm. Well, okay. So what it opens up for me is that the things that we admire or are attracted to in other people or in icons are projection. It's aspects of ourselves that we hold that we're yearning to express. Mm -hmm. So when you can harness that, 
uh, you can actually utilize that power for your own betterment instead mm -hmm. of placing it on something outside of yourself and giving that value, giving that thing power over you, you can internalize that power and use it to express something that is yearning to be expressed inside of you. So just as a lot of times when we're angry at someone or we're triggered, it's a projection of a negative aspect of ourselves that we don't want to look at or we don't want to see. Mm -hmm. um, they're triggering something internally that has is bringing up a memory of the past. But a lot of times it's just a negative shadow side of ourselves mm -hmm. that we don't want to look at. And that's why it triggers us. Otherwise, if it didn't have a charge, it would just be something that would pass through. We wouldn't, it we wouldn't even notice it. Yeah. We wouldn't notice. So um, when you really start to take on yourself and grow and develop yourself and you realize that it's all inside of you, it's not outside of you that everything is, you know, we're on a spectrum of, of humanness. And so there isn't anything in the human expression that exists that we don't have within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And what those feelings that we're experiencing really mean about what's inside of ourselves, then you've got a lot more to work with and a lot more power over your own manifestation, the world, the environment, the contribution you make. And that's the healthy place or perspective to come from. Yes. And then you realize like, oh, human is the icon. Mm. That's cool. Like we're yeah. just trying to become self-realized, right? So. Yes. Perfectly said. <laughs> and um, I love that this, that you're operating on this frequency and that you are working with money and education around money. It actually makes perfect sense. And I'm so excited oh, really? to, yeah, like if, and, and also, um, the law of attraction is something that I, I would want to ask you about if we had a little more time. I mean, I guess just in short, is that something that you tend to work with? Yeah. Every day. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. I, mm -hmm. yes, I'm learning from the best manifestors in the world. Mm -hmm. When you start to be associated with very wealthy, accomplished, successful people that have a lot of things, you realize that this is not an accident. Mm -hmm. There is a different framework that they operate out of. There is a different way they see the world and their interaction with it. Um, and it's a, there is a planning strategy to it. There is a science. And so I have been studying that. I, I study it every day and um, the world is just so much more exciting when you see it through those lenses than when you see it through a lens of the opposite, which can be hopelessness or lack or lack, yeah. duckness, you know. Um, oh, we could really talk for a while because I, I, I work that. with, yeah, I work with it and I, I've had a couple breakthroughs with it recently too, but we'll save that for another time. Um, so first we wrap up on Instagram before we go over to Chelio on Facebook, but do you want to offer any closing words or ask me anything or just say goodbye to people on Instagram? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Certainly. So 
I love to connect with people. So please do connect with me, reach out. I will answer you if you message me. Um, I'm pretty out there on social media and accessible. So just, yeah, please, please feel free to engage. Um, and then uh, if you have any questions for us, you can leave them in the comments. We'll answer them really quick. And then um, my answer for my question for you, Jennifer, mm -hmm. is um, what is your, um, I want to ask you what your three-year vision is. Like what, where do you want to be in three years? It's not long-term, it's not short-term, it's like somewhere in the middle. Um, I want to be on my own land, uh, mm -hmm. cultivating community. I have a vision for like an, I don't know exactly what to say it is, but it feels like an artist's uh, sanctuary, like haven of creativity, you know, and there's like different aspects to that where you can come and record music or you can come and be a painter you can come and write you know but you're eating all food from the land it's a foundation that's giving grants um there's artists supported to be there that are like literally could be off the street from somewhere you know it could be the rawest talent or it could be someone super established who's actually helping to support the, the community you know so it's a it's a kind of um blend of a couple different places I've been and things that I felt that I would have loved throughout my journey, um, mixed with my vision of just wanting to live in a sustainable way and, and really with the earth. Um, so it kind of brings it like all together for me, you know? Yeah. That's At three years, you know, like some phase of that, maybe I will have gotten the land and moved there and it's being created. I don't know what I can think about that, but. I, uh, some phase of that process. Well, good. You're putting it out into the universe. So it's going to start inspiring to move you in that direction. Yeah, I know. I feel it. Absolutely. And then even with humanizing the icon, we have some really big plans for the, we did an art installation in Venice, Italy at the Biennale called humanizing the icon. So we were in oh, Italy and this is, that's where this kind of kicked off and it was artwork from the Mary Pickford film and then other artists contributing to the deconstruction of that theme. And so this chat series is like a kind of branch of what happened in Italy. And so we wanna do more like art shows and more deconstructions and different, different spaces, institutions and things, so. Um, oh, I'm all for that. Yeah, thanks for asking. Good work, yeah. Thanks for having me. This was amazing. I'm super excited. So please do come to our event. It's going to be so good. July, July 15th. 15th. Yeah. Wow. That's going to be such an interesting conversation. So. Yeah. Yes. So we'll, so we'll, so we'll stay on Facebook and we'll say goodbye on Instagram, but thank you, Denise. I love you. As Angela McCluskey said, you're a goddess. So oh, I love you guys. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm signing us off of Instagram. All right. Bye. Okay. 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 So that's going to go on to IGTV. Hi, Chelio. So, yeah. Hi. We'll see okay. on Facebook and we'll say goodbye on Instagram. Right, let me turn but my thank volume you down. Okay. There we go. Okay. okay. Just a second.
Okay. 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 Whoa, Today... look at that face in there. Whoa. Can you pin him, Jen? Can yeah, I have a gallery view, but um, yeah, I'll pin him. Today is uh, becoming a very strange work, but uh, <laughs> always is a, a particular is uh, uh, what I perceive about this uh, chat communication, and then is uh, two different parts. One uh, we saw is a, an, a vortex, right? Is a vortex. But uh, the vortex uh, transform in the, uh, a ball uh, is like a concentrated ball about the travel of the vortex. Okay, the vortex like, is like the energy uh, coming in the vortex and then uh, start be powerful but it's like no breath but transform in a ball and finish in singular uh, in the singular uh, presence okay oh today uh, i i heard not very well because i when i Stuff, but I feel I perceive the energy about money, finance, mm. uh, support for something, investor, and I think uh, this word is not my word. I'm an artist. I'm very bad in the business, <laughs> but I know business man and always never relax is always in the trouble for the money <laughs> people is happy because have money but he's in the trouble every day and i think this is a vortex with some people coming some people uh, spy some people uh, is like a vortex of protection but maybe i do my baby these people take from me is scared, not very relaxing, is a vortex. Is a vortex, vortex, and transport. A, go to close because minimalize the vortex is like a moment of relax. The direction, direction, ball. Ball is, I think, I feel because have some person Whoa. inside. Wow. And I think this is a, 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 a speak of high voice, like I win or something. <laughs> people looking, something, people silent, but is the ball of business. Wow. A vertex energy <laughs> and then stealer, winner, loser, uh, bigger, and then direction, the ball. Oh, this is my word this is the money but in final is individual like like the money is a movement 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 a ball 
no? A bold, but, and final, is individual person. Oh, this is my read about the work about today, because it's strange. I never do before. It's strange. Like, he says it's strange. It was strange today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very strange. And then we have some people can watch from back this uh, spile something for this. That's really wild, Chelio. Uh, yes. The money, yes. the money game, and everything that you're picking uh, up on is really, really oh, cool. For sure, when I start this work, I I talk with myself and I say, Chelio, what what you do it? But I leave the ants go and the ants and. I perceive the energy at the ends is work on the support and coming this very uh, wild, wild work, yes, but I love it because it's concentration about a movement, something. Do you understand? I, yeah, the, the, about the, the movement and just the, and I like this, these different faces. They're very trippy this time. Yes, this is the result. This is the the goal. This is the goal. The goal. And, and, and money, because money is an energy and it transforms too. Absolutely. We yeah. need uh, <laughs> always. I want to talk about this drawing some more offline one day because this is like actually really inspiring. Yeah, it's very indicative. This is a movement. And it's like a snail. There's almost like a spiral effect. It's like the cycles, you know, the cycles that we go through too. Yes, yes. And then very, uh, uh, it's not real because I stopped to draw, but the ants want to go ahead. But becoming a lot of person in this vortex is inside, uh, depends the side what you moving. <laughs> but uh, you know, have smaller, have bigger, have smaller. Very detailed. You know, he only uses a fountain pen, Denise. Wow. Full time, like it's amazing. The details within the chaos are amazing. Uh, Chelio, what part of the drawing do you feel most comfortable in? I don't understand. Sorry. What well, part of the drawing do you feel most comfortable in? Like what feels the most relaxed? Oh, I, I feel uh, relax this light part empty. <laughs> because no uh, for, yeah. for my person, I love the business, I love money, but uh, the relax is the winner, people. I love mm. Thank you, Chelio. It's yes, it's about about the business. The part of relax is the life. The uh, life. No thinking, no stress. Enjoy the money. Surrender. I I don't know. Money is important for win the relax, but usually the money make chaos. <laughs> you know? Make stress. Because, yeah. Yes, have to fight and then. Uh, the people with the money is a stress because of somebody stolen. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one's happy. Like, that's why you know, it starts because, with it. Yeah. Because 
because family is not relaxed like the kids you not know, go in the park with the other kids to play because uh, people kidnapping you know uh, money is beautiful i love money but the part best the amazing part of the money is this not thinking enjoy life is day by day and have to enjoy and then you see the the light part yes yeah that's the no thinking part <laughs> that's the trip to paris <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, yes okay. i go close i come close to I'm going to put this on IGTV. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Oh, there you are. We don't hear you. Okay, now I heard. Uh, nice, amazing today. Very, very intricate. Thanks, George. Hold the phone up to you because yeah, we, we can't, can't hear you. you. Okay. Oh, there, now we can hear you. Yes, yes. And I think, I hope uh, some uh, drawing I do always. I want, I love is uh, educational for open the mind, for open the soul, open the heart, for live better. Because yes. this is the goal the humanizing icon is uh, to be humanized and heart open <laughs> yes open the soul help people enjoy their lives day by day art for health art for health mind art for it's hard to hear you but art for health art art for mind art is very powerful for everything yes yes need to be helped and we need help with art we help and then people help us yes and money is art i think of everything as art because we created it <laughs> humans yeah, created yeah. it you know yes and then thank you today because i'm very happy because very different work and always surprise myself and then yeah uh, it was it was really fun they so i'm going to um take us off of facebook and then i'll take us off of zoom for the episode but um that was really fun denise <laughs> yeah thank you it was really awesome i would love to see chelio's like entire art collection after the series you'll have to do an art opening and show all of them we should do oh, it with yeah. the fame yeah we're talking to the museum yeah. stuff like we're we're talking we want to do it on like a high level yeah yeah yes i would love to be part of that okay cool thank you cool. chelio and thank uh, you Denise. and goodbye love health health <laughs> money and money Hugs. London. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. okay. stop the live stream thank you facebook people okay and we are still on Zoom, but yeah, this was amazing. Um, I loved it. Yeah, thank you so much. That was great. It was so fun. many different conversations we could have gone so deep into. Well, we can choose a rabbit hole and do a part two sometime. Yeah, let's do it. I would love to. Uh, but you should watch it. It's always fun to watch them because it's like, oh, wow, that was really, it was like poetry. We kind of, it was nonlinear. It was cool. 
Okay, I'll definitely watch it when you send it. I have to um, post the other one I did from House of Fame, so that'll be great. Yeah, so it's up on Instagram now. It's on the IGTV, and then it'll be on your um, Facebook timeline. And then I'll send you the episode when it's up on YouTube. Okay, thank you. So we're everywhere. Awesome. All right, um, so I'll talk to you soon. Okay, have a good night. Okay, you too. Say hi Talk to everybody. Bella. Okay, bye. Bye.